and a hello and a big fat articulated happy new year to you and your family 2017 you know the year of the rooster supposedly chaps the year of the rooster so go nuts all right well everybody welcome to our episode 34 of the hot toy cast the risen from the lazarus episode of our divine podcast where we discuss all things high collectibles from like hot toys sideshow collectibles star race mezco and many more with my with me today are my two fellow co-hosts one michael w crawford son of crawford and jeff sir jeffrey of parker my name is Emil as you know or may not know. And how are you guys doing today? How was your uh, how was your festivities? How was your festivus, Hanukkah, or Christmas, or whatever it is? It was a wonderful holiday season for us. Good stuff. Yeah, no, it's very good here. I'm not exactly a practicing Christian, but living in a Christian country, you know, I, I enjoy Christmas. Yeah, that's all nice, isn't it? Did you get any yeah, nice prizzies? Christmas is always the good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I ate lots of cake myself, actually. I was like, nah, I'm eating loads of cake. I ate a piece of cake every day. Really? So, yeah, that's... I was very, very, very happy. Well, I've seen pictures of you. You seem pretty buff, even. It's well, like, you yeah, know, the, the, if the, I the, had a piece of cake every day and I'm, I've never been pretty buff, I'd just be the size of a house. No, well, unfortunately, it has reduced my six pack to a two pack. I've got this. Uh, I right. do have a ring. Literally, it is a ring around my, like, like these two little two little six pack muscles just above us <laughs> that are there. And like, oh, yeah, that's nice. But you go lower, paunch. It's just like a two pack and then like a little paunch. And I can grab it and I can shake it. I, like, was... I can even make faces with the belly button now. I've never been able to do that before. Well, yeah. Mal, well, Mal, welcome to Middle East. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I say I've always got more for the kind of barrel look, anyway. So it's kind of, you know, who needs a six pack when you can take a whole barrel home? Oh, that's true. Well, <laughs> you know. oh well, you guys have kids as well, so that's, you guys have it as yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't. But I'm at the back to the gym now again, so hopefully I'll knock it off eventually. But I'm not. I'm not depriving myself of cake. I'm not one of those people. I like no. to eat and I like to enjoy life. I like going to the gym every day, but you know, it's kind of more for health reasons than anything else like that. Because I'm crouched over a desk, drawing the whole time, and my back gets very sore from being crouched like that. The whole day long and your shoulders kind of raise up as well because you're drawing and things as well so it's just for health more than anything anyway i digress let's jump straight into uh what oh what prezies prezies what do you get any cool figures for uh, christmas well my family know better than to buy me figures really because a they're stupidly expensive and kind of b um oh have i dropped off no mike has dropped off Ah, sorry. Uh, and B, um, yeah, I, I'm kind of really choosy, so I, I tend to like get my own figures. So uh, every now and then, my kids will buy me a little, a little figure, you know, like something from um, your Star Wars, or something, just a little desk type figure. Um, but no, my main, I, I got the the art of of, uh, of Rogue One. Oh yeah. Uh, which is a lovely book. Uh, I also got some other art books, but no, apart from that, it was relatively toy-free. Mm, there's some nice stuff in that Rogue One art book as well, and things like that. Oh, Jedi, yeah, it's very Jedi nice. temples and all that kind of stuff as well. Some, yeah, some, yeah, yeah. Some really nice... And I like collecting some of the art books myself, because they actually give me some nice inspiration for my own stuff as well, so those art books. Uh, my, yeah, the what? one thing I've kept consistent of on the old uh, kind of Star Wars is that I bought, even for the, the prequels, I, I bought all the art books. I have all the old Ralph McQuarrie portfolios from the original ones. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's that one thing that I think, yeah, whatever happens with the film, no matter how bad it is, I've got to get the art book. It's funny sometimes, because sometimes I end up buying an art book of a, of a really crappy movie. It's like the art of Green mm -hmm. Lantern. There's some really nice. Yeah. There's some really nice stuff in that. Oh, yeah, it was a crappy yeah. movie, and it's like you know, yeah. all these you they hire all these amazing artists with all these amazing visuals, and then somebody can kind of mess it up in a kind of a bad movie. Mike, are you back with us? No, he's not. We've lost Mike. No, we've lost him. He's dropped off. Oh, let's see if I can add him here. Hold on. Maybe, uh, maybe there's some kind of CIA listening station, and Trump's decided he can't talk anymore. I, 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 it could be very possible. There could be a whole new law against, like, you know, we can't have uh, any... Uh, and Mike did those pictures of, of Trump as, as an action figure, too, so... 
He's in trouble. Yeah, my PC decided to do an update. Oh, okay. Shut down. We were just talking about the possibility that Trump was listening in and has oh, decided yeah, that's that. Right. Uh, yeah, for, for, your action, yeah. for your action figure maneuvers, Mike. Yeah. But uh, did you get any figures, Mike, for Christmas? Uh, did I get any figures? Hmm... No, I don't think I did. Not a single one. I think, I, yeah, I think I got the closest thing I got to figures was Funko had made some little uh, vinyl figures of Cartman uh, from the uh, the Coon episode. Oh, the Coon I got trilogy. my friend the Coon. I should give him the can. I got yeah, my friend I the Coon. Oh, oh, actually, I tell a lie. If I'm going to go, if I'm going to go on the professional tack, then I did get. And I, 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 you probably did as well, Mike. I don't know. I got the kind of uh, the bobblehead C3PO from Hot Toys. That's the only oh, yeah, thing. Hot Toys it's that it's more of a professional you. thing, but um, but yeah, I was just explaining that my family know about to buy me toys because I'm just too fussy. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, Mike. What else? What else you get to get yeah, that? nobody ever buys me anything because my wife got mad years ago. She was always like, well, you already got it, so why would <laughs> exactly. I buy anything? <laughs> However, if I'm going to be really, really pedantic, it was actually my wife who strictly got me straight back into 1-6 oh, yeah. 20, years, 20 years ago, maybe more. Oh, yeah. it, she, she bought me the sideshow uh, uh, Frankenstein. Oh. Uh, from 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 Forbidden Planet in London, and I'd I'd been eyeing it, and I thought that's cool. And she was working in London at the time, and that Christmas she got it for me. And to be, if I'm going to be 100 percent honest, that was the germ that kind of reignited me getting into it. So she's only got herself to blame. Oh, cool, cool. I'm, I myself got a bonanza for for, for Christmas. I tend yeah. to get a bonanza. Well, what, but what I do though, I'm a bit of a I'm what I call a I'm a tantric geek, and by this I oh, mean yeah. I will hold up. Hold, hold in all my prezies, and then open them all up on the, on the day. So, like, I got a few bits and bobs. So I'm like, I'm a, I'm, I'm a He-Man collector. So I got my Maddie collector figures, and my oh. Thundercats figures. Uh, there was the, the some of the Mythic Legions from the Four Horsemen. Um, and then, as I do work for Pop Culture Shock Collectibles, they sent me the the He-Man bust, the life-size He-Man bust. I repeat, life-size He-Man bust with movable life-size He-Man bust. Life-size He-Man bust uh. with movable eyes. <laughs> <laughs> with movable eyes and yeah. uh, so I, I, I was saving all that and my girlfriend got me the Hot Toys Batman vs. Superman Armored Batman and she also yeah. got me the, the San Diego Comic Con exclusive Captain America figure so I had all those to open up over on, on Christmas morning and it was a bonanza and a half it was absolutely awesome <laughs> and then during a couple of days after during the week I got the Sideshow Collectible Skeletor statue so like literally the day after Boxing Day Sideshow Collectible Skeletor showed up and was like <laughs> from Fanboy Collectible so nice one there on Troy for sending over that yeah so and I'll be reviewing that as well in a little bit as well so that was a bonanza for me but that's what I do I save up all my orders and the things that I buy myself as well and I save them all up and op- have a big bonanza during the Christmas it's really quite mm. cool. So, 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 so one of the best Christmases I think this year, actually. Myself, just myself and my girlfriend, and then we go down to a friend of ours and cook dinner, and we geek out. Oh, my friend of mine got me the, um, the you like this, Mike, the um, the helmet, the Star Wars uh, Stormtrooper helmet. Oh, yeah. Oh, the you know, I was looking at that. I was in Toys R Us just last week, and they had it for like £79, pounds, yeah. and I was like, oh, I'm so tempted. It's excellent. It's excellent. Did the action work for you? Uh, it's it's not no, the the problem with all voice features is is the fact that their speakers aren't simply loud enough, and you can. Oh, hear, well, mine wouldn't work at all. Oh really? The, the, yeah, the trooper I had the that was the one problem I had with the helmet. It just did not work. It it made this like little raspy when you turned it on. It would like go, yeah. and then it wouldn't make any noise at all. Oh, so well, I had to take mine back. Oh, did you get a, Did you get a replacement? Nah, I gave up on it. Oh well, well it's, that's it's, annoying because. 
That's what you want to hear. Yeah, you yeah. do. It does. Yeah, it, do, it, it literally. You know, it's kind of impossible for that to actually do that. I think the expectation was probably. It does, you know, it does distort your voice. But the problem is, if you're, you can hear your own voice echoing in the helmet and then a voice coming out through the speaker. If you could block mm-hmm. off the voice coming from your helmet and you only heard the speaker, then it would be. A, it would sound like a proper thing. But because. Yeah. You know, your voice is creating a domey effect inside the thing. It, it does drown it out a little bit, but it's all right. It's 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 fine. But the helmet itself is bloody beautiful. I absolutely, I absolutely love the helmet. It's his friend, my friend James got it me for Christmas. He just dropped it on my lap. I was like, wow, look at this! And I was oh, absolutely delighted. It it's really cool. The details in it are lovely because yeah. they have. I've become quite adept now at knowing all about stormtroopers and all the rest of it because a bunch of us are thinking about joining the five zero first and getting around. Yeah, your five zero first helmet will do that, right? Well, uh, the ones I've heard sound fantastic when they're in the five zero first helmet. Well, th- here's the thing, right? Now, helmets that are the five zero first usually wear and all this stuff are exact mold duplicates of the original ones that were used on the screen. The original ones that were used on the screen, however, are quite imperfect. They've got bumps and imperfections. They're Most very asymmetrical, yeah. They're, a- they're asymmetrical. If you turned it upside down, you'd see it wasn't quite a fully oval. If you put it on the, on the floor, it would rock back and forth. It wouldn't sit steady. Unlike the, the Hasbro one, which has been mm-hmm. what they call idealized and made more symmetrical. Yeah. So, But I never noticed this as a kid watching the Star Wars on my VH, VHS video, I have, to me, those were pristine, almost like pristine, white, smooth surfaces that didn't have imperfections. And the artist they would never have intended those imperfections to be there anyway. His intention was to have it as smooth as possible, but obviously he was up against the wall, and a Russian, these bumps came in there. Luke and Han, however, have these smooth-down helmets. And um, uh, to join the 501st, you have to have... Your helmet has to really meet these certain specifications. And evidently, these Hasbro ones won't do it. Because you have to actually alter them. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I'm like, oh, God, really? Yeah. It's just, it's, I mean, it's fine. I understand the, the commitments to accuracy and things like that. But I just see there should be a bit of a limit to that as well. Because, like, my choice is I can either get an idealized helmet. And I'll still make it the 501st. That's fine. But the 501st are, and, and all the guys and the RS replica people who I'm getting it from, which are lovely folks. They've been really helpful. They're insisting I'd earn a lot more cred if I stick with the standard helmet that has the imperfections on it. Because mm-hmm. that was the actual yeah. ones that all the troopers used in A New Hope. And I'm like, but I'm like, I like it clean. In my head, they were perfect, perfect soldiers. You know, they, yeah. weren't, they weren't. I know what you mean. It's, it's a, it's a catch for me too. Because so it's kind of like you imagine the you know the military the the whole might of the empire would have created these perfect helmets, but as we all know, the budget that they were working to when they were making Star Wars was so intensely tight mm. that they were making these things on a daily basis, and they were just they were just pressing them out uh, of molds, uh, you know, on a daily basis, and and they were very far from accurate. Um, but it's part of their magic, you know. It's kind of like um, I, I, you know, when you look at the the, the sand troopers, the storm troopers, you look at the way that band above the uh, the lenses in the eye, the way it goes up and down yeah, during the movie yeah, on some troopers' helmets, yeah, yeah, and you yeah, can just does. see how ad hoc it all was. You know, they were making these things on a daily basis. It's kind of like that's part of its magic. That but does, it's that, yeah, but I know do, what you, do you mean. Want that kind it's of like, you know, what is right, what is wrong? How do we define? That's on-screen magic. How do we quantify magic, exactly what the perfect helmet is? That's, that's the thing. You see, it's on-screen magic. It's on-screen magic. You're seeing it on the screen. If you're oh. seeing it, the stuff in real life, and you're walking around, you, you kind of want your helmet to be as oh, imaginative as possible. Who have we lost? Yeah, I mean, do you Sorry, do it was require me. you in the 501st to also occasionally walk into the 
to the door and smack your head. And... Yeah, well, there, I'm sure there'll be. I'm sure there'll be at least one of us doing it. I actually tried on a full armor last week. I don't know if anyone saw it on Facebook, but I tried on a full. Yeah, I did. Full set of armor. That was the Shepperton Studios armor. What that one was. And evidently, there's some controversy yeah. there because evidently the guy from Shepperton Blatt, there's some legal mumbo jumbo going on there. But I don't. I don't care who makes it. I just want the really good looking armor. But I tried on the Shepperton yeah. Studios armor, and man. Did you see the smile on my face? It was ear to ear. Oh, man. yeah. It was, I was loving wearing that thing. It was so cool. Now, it's difficult to walk up a stairs in them. I will say that. You can have to spread your legs out. You cannot sit down in them either. Well, that's funny, actually, because, you know, there's that, there's that scene in, uh, in Rogue One where they've got Jin on that kind of like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that kind of like that vehicle where they're taking that's her right, to some right. holding. Like and there's a like stormtrooper sitting down. And I remember looking at that stormtrooper thinking, God, he must be so uncomfortable. Oh, dude, you can't Everything's going to no, like, be cutting because, into every thigh. Because the, the plastic, the plastic butt, there's a plastic butt pad. And you'd be, if you sit down, you'd be yeah. afraid of cracking it. But not only that, the shin guards kind of, things kind of bend into you and stuff like that. So I'd imagine if you are actually going trooping, you're going to have to do a lot of little things like adding little foam bits and, and things like that yeah. to, to do it. But, while we're on Star Wars, we may as well crack on with some reviews of some hot toy Star Wars. And yeah. I believe we have a Rogue One figure, which is good. Our first Rogue One review figure review. And we have the, the Death Trooper. Death Trooper Specialist. Mm. What's the difference between a Death Trooper and a Death Trooper Specialist? Did you not specialize uh, well, in different uh, kinds of death? Far, there are three versions, aren't there, Mike? I think there's like... Um, yes, there's, there's the regular the yeah. Trooper, Death Trooper, and then there's a Death Trooper Specialist, and then there's a Death Trooper Specialist Deluxe. Yeah. Right. So now what's kind of cool is, I mean, it's cool enough to be a death trooper. I mean, for Christ's sake, death is right in, right in your job title, right? Yeah. I mean, but to be the specialist means you're yeah. really good at the whole death thing. The 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 basic one, I think I went through all of it. I, I did a review online of these guys, and, and they are, it, there is a distinct difference. The basic one does not have the, um, the, the shoulder pad, the, yeah. pal- well, the, yeah. Not the pauldron. He's got the pauldron, right? Doesn't he? Really? But he doesn't I thought have. The, I thought the regular one didn't have the pauldron, but he had the little side, like uh, laser light, the green laser light on the side of his helmet. Yep, he has the green laser light. He does not That's have right. pouches on yeah, his Yeah, and then the, the specialist. Ammo are missing. Yeah, and then the specialist does have the pauldron, but and he the doesn't have the little laser. And the he doesn't have the little laser light. No. That's right. He has all the rigging. He has all the the, 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 the kind of the, the, the gun belt and all the kind of stuff yeah. in him. But then you get to the specialist specialist whatever it is, the one the Lux. He then has the little light on the side of his helmet and the pauldron. And he yeah, comes and with the stormtrooper doll yeah. and all the crap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then the guns are different. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. So you get you get like three rifles with the basic version. You get two of those three with the deluxe. And two of those three with the specialist. So you're so with the higher two ones, you're always missing at least one of the three guns. Yeah. And I like him. I have to yeah, he's so not I bad. He... My biggest problem with him is he's really pinheaded. Yeah, the head seems very well, small. Do you know I remember them being a bit bigger on the screen. Well, I don't. I remember. I remember when I was watching it on the screen, thinking they did look pinheaded. Thinking and I do that think that there might be some not... kind of a robotic thing to it, right? Sort of a more of a. Yeah. Trying to imply more of a uh, uh, a robotic look, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. I, I, when I saw them on screen, one of the first things I thought was that helmet is not going to fit over your head easily. That's not one you're just going to put on. It would need some kind of closing mechanism that lifts up at the front, you know, Iron Man style or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it was much more closer fitting to the head and kind of meaner looking in that respect. Um, 
And I think that's why I really liked it so much because when I saw them on screen, that first scene where they go to uh, uh, the, the home, you know, the planet where where Jin and her parents are hiding out, uh, and you see them strolling across that kind of that, that that landscape, I remember thinking that they, you know, they look like that armor is really close fitting compared to your regular stormtrooper. Um, and the other thing is they they seem to have come out of quite a bit taller as well as the figures, so I'm, I'm imagining that's mm-hmm. something they specifically that. selected on screen. Yep. But um, um, the only real problem I have with mine is my little green lights don't work. Oh no! Oh. In the uh, in the no no I've 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 fitted the batteries. I've bought new batteries and I put them in, and it's just not working. It's just it's obviously a fault with mine. Uh, so that's a bit of a bugger. But um, apart from that, I'm yeah I'm I'm, I'm liking it. How's the uh, anyway, articulation on this? It's it's good, but it's not great because it's a trooper, and you know the the, the place I always find be really really suffers at the thigh. You know where you want to lift if you want to get any deep stances, you can't get any really deep kind of like sitting positions or whatever at the thigh. Um, I mean, I like the fact that they're using a, a slightly different material underneath, but it's, it's still offering the same problems that we had with the uh, the, the, the the first order troopers. Oh, yeah. It's not quite as bad, I don't think, though. I don't think it's quite it's as not bad quite as the a, No, order. it's not as bad. And likewise, I mean, something we'll get on to later is that we've got the uh, the new um, uh, Jeddah uh, kind of trooper. Um, sorry, can you still hear me? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Sounds like somebody dropped off there. I heard a noise. But anyway, no, sorry. So uh, the new Jeddah trooper, I mean, they've given him a much more um, uh, kind of maneuverable body sock under that body, much more kind of like more material based rather than that kind of ribbed rubber that we had on the uh, on the, on on the ones from uh, right. Uh, from it's more like the, the the New Hope Imperial Troopers. The more exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. So no, he seems, Yeah. So he's got a lot more maneuverability. I mean, there's still obviously a lot of restrictions from the armor. Um, but anyway, going back to the Death Trooper. Um, no, I, I I just really like. It. I think part of my problem is I've never ever bought. Um, what you what, what you want to call it? What do you call them? The black hole trooper or a, or a death, oh yeah, yeah. troop? Whatever you black want to call trooper. Black, black star trooper. trooper. Black I haven't trooper. I haven't bought any of them purely because to me they're just not canon and they're just black troopers which look kind of cool but it's kind of like well yeah but they're never seen on screen yeah, they don't yeah. really exist. I remember yeah. reading about them in the spin-off novels and the comics but all of a sudden now we have you know as canon albeit through Disney straight Lucasfilm we have black troopers and I like I like it I like I like the way they look. Yeah, these are my, good, these are a good version to have. If you're gonna have a black trooper, have these dudes. My one yeah. thing that really did jump out at me though, that seemed like not high, hot toys quality, is the little loop for the holster. Mm. Um, oh yeah, it just it just. I mean, I get that it's supposed to just be a loop. I think that is what it is on screen, but it's yeah. like really cheap. It's like a little you know cut out piece of the pleather. And mine fell yeah. off like two seconds. I had to reglue oh, it again. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's just not, it, you put the gun, you know, try putting the gun in and out of it a few times, you're going to have some problems. So it, it, that kind of struck me as odd because that's not normally their level of quality. Uh, you'd think it would be a little yeah. thicker, a little sturdier than it is. But otherwise, yeah, it's a, it's a good figure. I mean, you know, if I was going to get one, I'd either get, I wouldn't get the one in the middle, the specialist, because uh, like I said, you're lacking the one light and you're not really getting yeah. all three guns. He's good if you're going to get, like, all three of them to have a, start building an army. But I'd either go with the Deluxe, uh, who's only maybe 30 bucks or so more expensive than the basic version and has all the rigging, has the pauldron, has the extra pouches, has all the lights. He's, like, the best of the three to get if you're only going to get one. Um, but the, yeah, the basic I, I, version is good, too. I mean, the basic version has some has some pluses. 
Yeah, I mean, I have to admit, I would, I would go for the deluxe. So I, I think my little stormtrooper doll's really cute as well. I mean, yeah, that is. Right. <laughs> it's, <laughs> a throwaway, it's a throwaway item, but it's yeah, just a really yeah. that cute is the version you want. Really, that is definitely yeah, so the that's, that's the one I'd go for. And, and it's like you say, Mike. It's kind of like even though that little light on the side of the helmet isn't prevalent on all the troopers, it's just a nice thing to have. It's kind of like uh, so. Th this one lacks that, and you do feel like it just needs that little extra kick. Quickly moving on from the Death Trooper, we're going on to onto the Jetta Trooper, the Jetta Patrol Rogue One. This is a this is a and to to very quickly just onto that very topic. The, again, we have here the the, the Jetta One Stormtrooper, which is a Rogue One Stormtrooper, and then again he looks he's like an idealized version of a Stormtrooper. He's a, he has slight. It's all there. All the parts yeah. of the regular Stormtrooper are all there, but just the details are sharper. And again, the helmet has the recessed details and stuff like that. But yeah, again, I do, you've got this one, Mike, don't you? Mm -hmm. The Jedi Trooper, so take her away with this one, Mike. Unless you've got him, yeah. Jeff. Well, actually, yeah. I do, but I do, but let, let Mike, you go. You go ahead, Mike. Oh, answer the door. Oh, it's the phone. <laughs> answer the phone, Mike. Who's that? Is it, it's, it's, it's Trump! <laughs> <laughs> he was listening into my conversation from earlier. How dare you? Yeah. And I can't get to that phone. It's across the room. Ah, uh, okay. You sure? It'll stop here in just like two seconds. It'll stop here in two seconds. Well, we'll just talk over it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry All right, about it. All right, so, anyway. The uh, Jetta Trooper. And I go, walk over here. Hang on. Turn the freaking thing off. Hey, there we go. Kill that. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Real life. It's backstage. Okay. Yeah. So, well, that's what makes it all the more personal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's real life interrupting. Yeah, it's real life, uh, the Jetta Trooper, it, he's great. I, if you're into, I mean, he's another really nice addition to the Imperial Troopers. Um, he's really this one. This one, he's a Sand Trooper. I mean, that's what he is, right? He's got sort of the same backpack. Now they've got another Jetta Trooper coming out later. I don't remember. Oh yeah. What the? It's it's in the two pack or yeah, something, and it's got a different well, backpack. It's got a cooler looking backpack than this yeah, one does. It's, kind of, it's got that kind of fabric thing going on. Yeah, this one's kind yeah. of got pretty much a standard trooper backpack the, you know the details are different but it's the hard plastic i did think it was a little weird that this one's not removable oh really uh, normally yeah. yeah normally the packs are you know either held in place by magnets or no this one's not removable it's there permanently um, um so you know on the one hand it's handy because you don't have to worry about messing around with it but on the other you can't mess around with it so um you can't really get quite as much of a you can't adjust the torso armor as much because it's attached so I, that was one area I had a problem with. If you look at the Jetta Trooper, the figure, the the torso armor and the abdomen armor are are separated a little bit more than they are in real life. Yeah. If you look at like a photos of the Jetta Troopers, that to the torso armor, the chest armor, comes down almost to where the little control bits are on the abdomen right, armor. Okay, yeah. And on the yeah. figure, it doesn't. It's like fairly far up. I think that depends on the height of the actor, though. As... What all that does, though, on the figure, is it shoves the belt down. Yeah. Which means the belts rides low on the hips, and then those damn little packs on either side ride down on the thigh armor. Yeah. So it's a little... It, it, it gets that fit of the armor, you know, which has been really great on the Imperial Troopers. And so that was the one area that was... And because the pack's permanently attached, you can't really mess with it much. It kind of makes, you know, the torso armor and the abdomen armor sort of one piece. It, it kind of attaches everything together. So so that's a little annoying, but you know it's a minor nit. It's not a big deal. He he poses well, certainly uh, right up there with the other Imperial troopers, better than the Force Awakens troopers because of that that uh, more cloth underbody undersuit. Yeah. Um, um, what else? There was something else that was really liked about him. What do you think, Jeff? 
Well, no, I, I, as you say, I mean, it's like I've, of all the troopers that I've collected, I have probably got more stormtroopers in my collection than anything else, particularly sand troopers. Now, funnily enough, I didn't get the hot toy sand trooper, any of them in their different. So I've got, I've got two marmots, I've got a, I've got a medicom, I've got a, a sideshow, and I've got this version, but I didn't get the earlier kind of um, hot toys sand troopers. And I have to say, even though this isn't strictly a tattooing sand trooper, it's kind of become my favourite just because of the way the armour looks and everything. Yeah. Um, I really like I really like the sideshow one, but they've done that weird paint job on it, so it doesn't look mm -hmm. kind of shiny, which is fine because you know it's a sand trooper and they're meant to look a bit, you know, matte and whatever. But um, but no, this this is my favourite. I and mean, I loved the old marmot sand troopers. I mean, God, how long are we going back now? Were those fifteen years ago? Yeah. Um, and you consider that at that time, marmot were doing something way above and beyond what the competition were doing. Um, but that said, twenty years later, fifteen years later, whatever it is, this is I just love it. I just really love this version. Um, I love the pauldron. I love the way that they've done the little details on the way that it kind of joins the the, the elastic in places. Um, and I, I totally get what you're saying, Mike, about it being permanently fixed, which is a bit of an annoyance in some ways. Um, but when I look back to my old marmot ones, where you, had, you used to have to actually physically glue elastic onto it, and that elastic over years kind of perishes and goes crap. Yeah, I really like ends the up becoming a bit becomes a bit kind of sticky and stuff and it's kind of like yeah I'm just like I, I can live with it it's just kind of I just really I, I just think this is a really shit hot trooper and like you said um, earlier Eamon I know the the, the, the the traditional Star Wars troopers there is a degree of asymmetry and there is these kind of idiosyncrasies going on um, but this just looks like the perfectly created kind of like uh, I know we had the eye troopers in uh, episode 7 the, uh, but this looks like that the version of the armor that is somewhere between both of them it's kind of just really perfect I love I, it I just like the clean crisp details the sure crisp details yeah. You know, yeah everything is recessed everything is sharp if you do look at the original armor those buttons and those details that are on uh, just on the abdomen they're usually a lot softer yeah. Now on this, the, these are these are slightly different details though on this one than the standard trooper. If you put them side by side, there are slightly different details here going on a little bit, but not yeah. much. It's still the overall thing. But I just I like that clean look. I like the recessed details in the helmet. If you look at the helmet, what mm -hmm. used to be decals are now recesses and sculpted in details. And along just on the cheek, the little grey part and grey and black part, the kind of um, the the, the grace, the little mm -hmm. grid yeah. on the on on the, on the cheek there. That was again that was used to be a decal on all the old ones, and even on the hot toys one as well you see it's it's a little decal but on this it's sculpted yeah. just like they were in the movie so i'm i'm, I'm liking these yeah. more idealized versions of stormtroopers because to me that's kind of what they should have always looked like because they were again right. they were yeah. never intended for a high definition that's why no one walks around and you'll notice no one walks around in a new hope vader why because he looks a bit rubbish everyone mm, walks yeah. on in an empire vader because he's got the flashing lights he's got the clean black and gray shoulder armor and chest armor and stuff like that no one wears a new hope armor because it's got all the thumbprints and all the rest of it in there and you can actually see it and in rogue one yeah. in fairness to him you can actually see that they did actually add which segues into our next figure you can actually which i'm curious are they going to add this uh mike because um if you actually do look at rogue one they actually went to an effort to make that helmet look a little bit more imperfect like he mm -hmm. looked in the start of a new hope which i thought right. was really yeah. nice and i guess you could write it off there i was talking to my friend James. we could write off then that maybe he wears a different armor you know for different things and maybe this just happens to be a more particularly battle-worn armor yeah you know, kind of a thing yeah. you, could, you could look at it along that sense and that he obviously has it has different versions of it and things so which leads us very nicely into rogue one the rogue one darth vader so this is pretty much 
exactly the same as a New Hope Vader, am I right? I would like to know the differences between this one and New Hope Vader. Yeah. Well, I, well, sorry. For me, the, the the most obvious difference is, like you were saying, the details on the helmet, um, and all be they very subtle. It's kind of like they. And the thing I love that Hot Toys did on the on the on the episode one, you know, sorry, episode four, um, A New Hope, was that they you could you could see those imperfections. You could see almost where they painted. Mm-hmm. There were there was almost like brush strokes yeah, on some parts of where the bits. paint. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you could see all this. Whereas one of the things they've highlighted on this is this kind of super shiny helmet that they've kind of created for this one. Um, and for, for me, it's you know that's one of the things that really stands out. The helmet, just the just the very tiny details on it. And of course, the other thing is the fact that the um, what's it called that the, the cloak or for the, the bits that come over the shoulders actually don't go over the the, the armor pauldrons. Um, which they did on the first one, and they did the in a movie. Yeah. From what I remember, yeah, yeah, the Intercloak. From what I remember in the movie, they did go. They over, did, didn't yeah. They? Why are they? Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, you know, I went back and looked at Stills, and it looks like it switches. Like really? in the early conversation with Krennic, it looks like they're not over the shoulders, and then later right. in the in the movie, it looks like they are. And I yeah. suspect that what happened is Hot Toys got like an early, like when they first, you know, they have to do start working on this stuff early. And yeah. I'm betting the early designs that came out of Hasbro and or Hasbro, Disney and uh, yeah. and Lucasfilm showed them, you know, with them uh, under the shoulder armor, and yeah. that's what Hot Toys went with. And then somebody at Disney went, "Holy crap, they have to go over." That's the way he looks in the New Hope. Yeah, um, and switched it in the movie, and you know, Hot Toys was already well on their way for me i prefer yeah. them under i always thought that was kind of a dopey look with them over the pauldron i mean you know or over the shoulder armor i know some people like it that way but i always thought it looked better with the shoulder armor yeah um, on top so i don't mind it but it is it is a little incongruous yeah i have to admit for all of my geek ossitude it's not something i've ever spent sleepless nights over never really kind of bothered me but it is just kind of like down to I suppose how it's represented in the movie like you say Mike if I, I haven't even I went and saw it twice at the cinema um, but I wasn't paying that close attention to exactly where Vader's cloaks were kind of like well hanging. for the most of the um, for most of the time you can't really it's not really obvious either Vader very wisely yeah. they kept him he's, he's not like out in bright light <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You know, standing straight up facing you, he's either in fog. But, that, or... but that said, but that said, something that I think has does have to be said, you know, amongst us geeks, wasn't that just the most kick-ass version of Vader oh, that we yeah. ever yep. wanted oh, to yeah. see? Wasn't he just doing what we wanted Vader to do? It was kind of like, oh my god, yeah, here he is. He's a powerful dude, and he can just kick ass. And it's kind of like when you when you when you think about how he's going to tie into how you see him in the movie directly afterwards. You think, well, what happened to that guy? Well, I mean, to that guy? well you do see him strangling a dude. I mean, he's that's that's the thing. I was, yeah. I was saying it to my saying it to my girlfriend Ali the other the other night. That, you know, it, it leads right up, and, and the thing about it is, of, of course, a new hope starts off right in the thick of the action, where the ship is mm-hmm. being blown to pieces. The guys, the the rebels, are being like shot to, shot to hell by all the troopers. They smash in, and there's Vader strangling a dude. You yeah. know, so he's he's in a rage, and we just what Rogue One I thought did he, he they we they they built up to that rage. I thought I, mm-hmm. quite, I really quite liked that. Yeah, but, I thought they did an excellent job leading into a new yeah. a new hope. Yeah, you know what I mean. But 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 back onto the figure. I mean, to me, this looks a little. Um, this this doesn't look like a a new hope Vader to me. Or 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 even like the one in 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 Rogue One because in Rogue One they did you did see his lenses had that kind of reddish hue to them. And they this, do it have. It depends on the yeah. person. It supposedly did you see it, Jeff? Do you see a red hue in them? 
Yeah, definitely. Some people do, and I, I have, some people don't. Not only that, I have actually lifted the head off and stuck a torch inside, and they are red. Okay, all right, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, okay. I mean, it does, it does, it does, I mean, if you, if you take your iPhone, you know, whatever torch you've got, and, and you put your torch facility on it, which I'm doing right now, and you shine it on it, you can see this sort of deep browny kind of, I'm doing it now, it looks sort of deep brown when you shine it from the outside, but there, it does catch red, it does, it really does catch red. So it's there, but it's, maybe it's a little bit too subtle. Hmm, interesting, interesting. Which would you recommend then, folks, get this one or the, uh, a New Hope one? This is my favorite so far. I, really? I really yeah. like Do you know what? I, yeah, I like I this. Also, I... don't don't ignore the gloves. No, I was just you know, about to say. I was just about to say that. Yeah. Yeah, we've had some glove problems, uh, even with hot toys trying to match. You know, the the a look to that was still articulated. I I think giving up here and and making the glove one piece and giving you a variety of hands um, is is perfectly acceptable. It gets a much better look. Than like that last uh, the last one that the had Velcro the separate on the fist. yeah yeah yeah, yeah that was See, I, I didn't I didn't mind the Velcro on the fist so you know I have to admit it didn't really bother me that much but that said seeing it done this way now you do think well a better selection of hands in in some choice poses although that said having seen the movie now and seen that particularly weird force choke hand that he has as he turns sideways. You do kind of think, why haven't we got that one? Yeah, it was such an iconic kind of image, yeah, yeah. that silhouette as he turns sideways of him just like having those fingers and that kind of pinch. I mean, obviously, poor old Hot Toys, they weren't going to be, uh, they weren't going to be kind of like shown every image. And no, I'm sure they didn't no, no, see they're that. They're probably like, oh, damn it, we missed that one. That and I'm sure at some point in the future there will be a Vader with that exact hand no, just so that we can kind of no, fit they, it on. They just might have a quarter scale one or something like that. Now, exactly. I did have one issue, and I don't know if you had the same problem, Jeff. The stupid little light boxes suck again. Oh, right, the little switches. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Getting I mean, the bit. Just, now, now, these you know same what? boxes were on the previous right yeah these, no disrespect i didn't new, even bother with this one yeah but i could not get it, it the, the thing is is that inside you know there's the the, the spring the, the spring contact on the one side yeah. and then there's always a little metal contact on the opposite side well the the box is so tiny and that little the metal contact on the opposite side is kind of bent inward and there's no way to get both those batteries in there I, I spent 20 minutes trying to get those, and I did it with both boxes, right, on either side, and it just was impossible. Oh. I finally gave up. Yeah. So um, well, I don't know yeah. if that's a consistent issue or not, but, again, I found that deeply annoying. On the plus side, worth mentioning, uh, the same as the uh, other two Rogue One figures, this guy has that new base with the with the funky card. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, so that's I'm assuming that's going to be a Rogue One thing, yeah, I like um, the since card. only yeah. those figures have had it so far. Uh, and it is a it is a nicer looking uh, base. Uh, and both Vader and the Jedi uh, Patrol had the background, you know, it's a soft goods yeah. piece, cardboard piece to put behind them. Uh, Vader's got the the double sided one with the Death Star on one side and the, um, the sort of the lighted wall on the other. Yeah. And then the Jedi Trooper that, that, had that sort of pseudo three D ish. You fold it, you know, scene that you can set behind him. Cool. Yeah, and I don't know if that's going to be something that gets more common with the Rogue One figures or if it was just yeah, these two. It's, it's, I think it's just it's a personal thing. For me, I don't like stands anyway, so I won't use them. But at the same time, I thought it was a nice little add-on. Um, I, for some reason, I, I particularly like the Vader Death Star one because it was a bit more kind of abstract. Yeah. Um, uh, and but when it came to the Jedi Trooper, the one which is kind of like the backdrop, but the the, the extra troopers and everything all just look too illustrated to me you know it's kind of like you know, well and you can't really get it to stand up 
No, no they it's fixed just, that with the Vader one. They gave it little sides that make yeah. it stand up easily. With the with the trooper one, you have to fold it just the right way, and even when you do, it doesn't really and stand particularly well. Yeah. If they're going to do this, I would prefer like even the the uh, Vader one. It's too narrow. It's not even as wide yeah. as he is. No, no. And no. if if you're going to do this, give us one that's like two of those wide. It's a piece of freaking cardboard. How expensive can it be to yeah. print, right? And should, Give me two of them to set next to each other, and at least then, if I'm like using the detail, and yes, they should the, know that most people have these in detail, so they should make stuff that's the size of the back wall of a detail. Right. That would make a lot of sense. And, and, and if I'm going to be really pedantic here, you know, you say at the end of the day, it's a piece of printed cardboard. You know, it's kind of like if they were going to go to the expense of making a little bit of molded plastic for the backdrop, then I might actually start thinking about using them. But they, they did a very low level one for the old. Um, Oh god, what's the name of it? Um, the, the C3PO, the metal one, the Ayashima. Um, mm-hmm. Tom Tomashi. Yeah, Tomashi. That's it. Yeah, and that had a very kind of low-level bit of Tantive Five kind of um, uh, kind of theming. And I just thought, well, for the money you're paying for this, why don't you just give it a full kind of like backdrop on it? Because it would have been a really nice detail. Um, and likewise, you know, I suppose at the end of the day, everything adds extra expense, and nobody wants to pay anything more. But a cardboard backdrop always feels a little bit of a kind of Cop out for me. I don't know. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a that's a Rogue One Vader. So pretty pretty decent reviews for that one all around. Really. I I I won't I won't I'm pretty happy with my new Hope Vader. Really. I get my lights working fine. All right. And I, I I, I like I, I, to me this one seems a little shinier. Maybe it's maybe it's photography. I don't know. But this one seems a little shinier than the yeah. new Hope one. And I per because I like the duller look of the new Hope because that's kind of a little little, little thing. But that's just a personal preference. All right. And I think we got one actual hot toy left. I have to say, and I'm really being a dope here, have we reviewed the Hot Toys Deadpool? You know, I think uh, we generally chatted about it, but I don't know that we did it. We might have just merely... I don't remember if we really got into any detail on it. Should we give him a quick once-over? Sure. <laughs> we'll give Deadpool a quick once-over. I'll kick this one off then. Uh, right, Hot Toys from Deadpool. Actually, he's a little bit over there, actually. Uh, when could I could I get him? Ali, you wouldn't have me Deadpool, would you, baby? That's my girlfriend. Um, she's just opening the detail. Now I'm going to bring him over. I have him lying on his side. Uh, so he's lying across. He's, I got him in the Marvel box. He's, so he's in there with Ant-Man, Wolverine, Blade, and Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man. And uh, he's lying. Uh. I have him lying across with his legs crossed on his hips and his gun on his hip, and he's kind of holding his head up off the other gun. He's got his cool little thingy. Um, I Fireside fireside pose, as it, we call it. it. That's ex- I should, I should have just said that. I could have with you know. I could have saved minutes with this. Um, I really, really. There's one major flaw with this figure, and I don't think it's that major flaw if you're careful. But I'll get onto that in a second. Um, I absolutely love this figure. Absolutely love it. He walks straight out of the movie screen. He's got dirt. He's got his his red is imperfect. You know, it's, it's dull in places. It's it's got little scuffs. It's got little bullet holes in it. Absolutely fun. He poses really, really well. Comes with loads of gubbins. You know, his two swords, his two swords are held on with, they come out of a scabbard, that's a magnetic thing on his chest, so it just creates so much ease for possibility. This guy was made, he comes with a flight stand as well, so this guy is made to be doing his flips and his jumps and all of his cool stuff that he did on the, on the roadway in the movie and stuff like that. Two, his two guns, absolutely love him. Great articulation of the ankles to get all this stuff, to get him into those, those absolute cool poses. Um, 
What is especially cool about them is like is the interchangeable uh, eye plates. The, all the black mm-hmm. eye plates are interchangeable, and you get plenty of them. And you can you just give him all kinds of expressions, his laughy ones. And there's the there, there's such a variety of them. You can really get a lot of different expressions with him. And you could do a little stop motion thing with this guy, a little vine with just the mm-hmm. little face plates. You could have a whole conversation with him bet, with this thing. I love that, and it just and they're so easy. To, you, you you pop them on, you pop them off. You get a little magnetic thing that just pops them off. You get a little like you did with the Batmobile. If anyone got the Batmobile, or it's like just a little black little button that you just touch the faceplate and it comes right off. Absolutely great, and you get all these different um, different expressions. Um, the downsides are minor if you know what you're doing, um, and for some of us, unfortunately, we kind of found out a little too late. Uh, the first little thing I have is um, small, it's just a very small thing is that unlike other Hot Toys figures who were wearing leather spandex for some odd reason they for some, and Deadpool I guess it could be on purpose I don't know it does ride up into his crotch quite severely and it does give him a particular you know elongated shape in his crotch area that's just it, 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 you know, if it was a, a, a more shapely bulge, then maybe it didn't find. But it is the, the sculpted shape of that torso, hip section of the figure, and just the 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 the, the plastic on or the, the the spandex just rides up into the cracks just a little bit much, and it just creates some a bulge that is that you know shape, uh, which I kind of don't like. If, if it was just a little bit more smoothened out, or they gave him shorts. That would have solved the problem. Just give him a little pair of undershorts underneath. That would have actually solved the problem underneath. And he would just a little, look a little bit more. Because it also forces that when he's standing straight with his legs together, it does kind of create this kind of slightly yeah. artificial gap in his legs that I kind of don't like. There's something on his hips that I don't like. And I can't help but feel that it could have been rescued by a pair of shorts. Because I think the hip is very narrow. And then there's like a ball joint on the hip that comes out too far from the hip. And it just kind of creates this odd, odd silhouette that I... I'm, I'm a little annoyed with, but it's okay. That's a, that's a small gripe. The biggest gripe, which everyone has run run into, is the issue with the wrists and applying the different hands and interchangeable hands, because it's a kind of a it's it's a rubbery sort of material that they've kind of used. It's I don't know what kind of material it is. It's it's like a it's like a full leathery plastic material that they've used, but somebody it's obviously painted over, and when you're applying. His gloves are out of way that they kind of the gloves are the the part of the wrist is sculpted onto the gloves because it's like it's got a little band around it, and if you put your gloves on and you your natural instinct is to kind of twist the hand on you you will rub off the paint and indeed the kind of plastic sheen and covering that's on the material of the end of the wrist. Now, thankfully, you know, these things go over the wrist enough that you can hide it, but if you're bending the wrist downwards or sideways, you can start to see where you've worn it down. So, my little friendly trick is that what you do is you get your thumb, stick it into the the hand, and just press it down and rub it for a good few seconds, basically, essentially heat it up with your finger, with the friction of your finger, and that will widen it out and then pop your your hand on. That's Eamon's little tip of the day. I like giving little tips. But um, what do you think of this guy, Mike? Jeff, have you got uh, this one? He's about as perfect as you can get. He's about as perfect as you can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have any problem with the hips. I don't mind the fact that he looks like he has a dick. <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't... I, think, you know what it is, I, th- I thought the problem was that he didn't look like he had a dick. No. That no, was my problem. It looks like, well, <laughs> I don't want to get too specific. PG show now, that's PG show. <laughs> Because the reality is, and and this is true, this goes back, you know, this is my 17th year doing the website, and 
it has astounded me over that 17 years how much attention gets paid to action figure crotches. Um, They really, they really, people really spend a lot of time critiquing. (laughs) And a lot of times I never even notice it. It's like somebody later on will say, hey, but doesn't it look like, well, I guess it does now that I pay attention. Um, But you're right about the wrists. I mean, that is a problem. It is, uh, I I do think it falls into the minor problem category. Like you said, for the most of the time, even if you do have it happen, it will be hidden by the cuffs. Mm -hmm. But, um, and there are a couple routes around it, you know, like uh, the one I got did not have, I think they actually have widened the wrists a little bit. I got mine very late. Ah. I just, you know, mine didn't ship until just a few weeks ago. Uh, But there is, there is, isn't there, isn't there this whole thing going on about about the, Two releases and the, and the second release is better. I mean, I'm purely there going by what, what I've read online. <laughs> I, I read that line. Yeah, so exactly. Batch all one, batch two, all that yeah. Of, uh, yeah, and the wrists are a little wider on mine. Now, it, they're the best on the hands that it comes with. The other hands are still a little yeah. tighter. Uh, and you can just, another, exa- another thing you can do is just um, heat them up and stick like a wooden dowel in there uh, and then cool them and let that expand them a little bit. Um, I know that some people yeah. have put like a super glue on the very end of the material. That. Did it work for you? No, yeah. no. Because I've heard other people say that worked real well. It get oh, created like well, a, I, don't, know, I, don't, I think, I think there's, I think there's always, yeah, there's always issues like this. I think with with when you want to do an outfit, and hot toes obviously do go the extra mile to try and make the outfit as accurate as possible. There's always going to be those little idiosyncrasies where things don't work. And it's like you're saying, like. Um, if you're the kind of guy that can, you know, you want to heat stuff up with a hairdryer for a few seconds or whatever, you can always find ways around it. You shouldn't have to. You know, we're paying right. enough money for this stuff. But at the same time, you know, if you're if you're an enthusiast, there are ways around. It's, it's kind of like, I think you mentioned in your review, and I'm, I've only just recently got the uh, the Ray and BB-8, and like Ray has this cuff on a right hand, which means that when you put the gloved hands on, it's a pain in the ass. It's kind of like mm-hmm. they, they just don't want to fit under that little cuff that she's mm-hmm. got. So it's kind of like, what do you do? Do you want to put it under a hairdryer for a while and heat it? Yeah, you can, and I will, and that's how I'll do it. But you shouldn't really have to. They should okay. really, at this price point, give you two cuffs, one that's slightly wider at the end to put the gloved hand on. Some things are um, forgivable, I think, though. I think that this is one yeah. of those things that I just think, well, all right, you know, but, you know, you can argue that, for, like you said, just one, but there are some things that are kind of like, well, that's kind of forgivable. At the end, because there's kind of no other way around it. Screen accuracy, people want screen accuracy. Yeah. And hot toys really don't seem to want to compromise the look of the figure. That the look of the figure and how a figure looks is seems to be paramount over articulation, over yeah. everything. Look at look at the. I mean, I uh, as my, my Ali got me the the BVS Bat- armored Batman. That thing is essentially a huge hot toy paperweight. He he doesn't move. Yeah. You can move his legs a bit. <laughs> you can move his arms a bit, but he won't hold a gun with two hands. For instance, no, you know, so and it's like, uh, but at not the same even time, over his waist, really. I not mean, even yeah. over, you know what I mean? It just uh, he, he doesn't do any. You can't really spray his legs really far apart to get wide stances. You know what I mean? It's he's just, you know, he's 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 beautiful looking, and the hot toys do tend to focus more, more par- par- perfections to be paramount with them. They are they seem to yeah. value how a figure looks over articulation by like quite a mile, and I'm cool with yeah. that. But yeah, well, yeah, I, think yeah. I am is, too. Yeah, is, is also that that. It depends on the person doing the viewing, right? If you if you look at a figure like Deadpool and the sculpt is outstanding and the the articulation is outstanding and the accessories are outstanding and the paint job is outstanding, and then you have yeah, this yeah. one issue, you go, eh, you know, in the big scheme, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. Now, if all those other yeah. things weren't outstanding, 
then all of a sudden it becomes a much bigger deal because you've got you've got a bunch yeah. of little problems adding up to an overall negative feeling. But when you only have one or two things and there's everything else is just amazing, it becomes much less of a, an issue for most people. Agreed. Agreed. I agree. Yeah, I, agree. And I, th- I think I think like you were saying, uh, Eamon, that whole screen accuracy thing is a real big thing for most collectors. Yes, I think it so is. So it's kind of like if if you if you can make it look as near as what you saw on screen as possible, then that's a really good thing. Because we all know that you know if you're a guy on set dressed as a stormtrooper or Batman in armor, um, and you need to pick your rifle up and take aim at somebody on set, they will make special cuts in the armor. They will make special yes. bits move that don't actually normally move mm-hmm. so it's kind of like you know for, for the onset scene for that for that one scene yep. they will butcher the armor as much as they need to so that you can achieve that pose fine that's great but it does mean that in the real world somebody in that actual armor could never achieve that pose and we all know that it's the laws of physics but it's kind of like at the same time you're like i don't care you know i'll just live with it because i want it to be as accurate as it possibly can it's kind of like and that's what they give us they give us the best representation of the armor that they can and a one six scale on a figure and that's that's cool you know and they, they do occasions well do a nice thing like so like everyone wanted the, the, it's essentially iron man punching the floor is physically impossible if you were wearing that armor. yeah you physically could not do yeah. that i've worn stormtrooper armor you cannot punch the floor in stormtrooper armor and iron man armor is even heavier than big and thicker and less yeah. mobile than stormtrooper yeah armor. even if you could you wouldn't be getting back up again yeah exactly you wouldn't, you wouldn't no. be getting back up again so <laughs> when hot toys gave you that option of giving you a separate torso armor to for to finally give people that punch down i thought you know that's yeah. that, that's nice that's the acknowledging that people do still want to have these kinds of but i think also for the majority of folks it is about getting that figure into that one pose and pretty much leaving it like that and maybe changing it up again every six months or something like that and for the most part yeah. so i think you know we don't we're not going to be interchanging hands a lot things kind of thing but yeah, yeah it is it, it i think it's it's down to the individual really whatever you think but like i i'm, I'm totally agreeing with you mike it is if, if the figure is overall amazing things like that can kind of very easily get you know get disregarded Right then, while we move on to next in chap, should we move on to uh well we've got you what you had some Frodo. What did you have, Mike? You had what? you Oh Frodo and Samwise. You have Frodo and Samwise. Okay, let's From get some Frodo and Samwise. Have you got these on your your webpage? Nope, they'll be there tonight. That's tonight's review. Uh okay. Give us a rundown of Frodo and Samwise then. Um well this is one of those situations. This is uh, Asmus, of course. They've been doing the Lord of the Rings for us and the Hobbit figures for a while now. Uh, with the release of Frodo and Samwise, they get us up to six of the nine uh, in the Fellowship. Uh, I'm hopeful that we'll actually finally get a full Fellowship in six scale from one company. Uh, we've never managed to pull that off before, even though we've had like three different companies doing them mm-hmm. at different times. Um, so now we're up to six. We know they're already working on Legolas, so we're good there. I'm sure they'll do a Gimli. My greatest concern is that they won't do Bormer because he's, you know, boring. Uh, but um, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful we'll get all of them from Saris. Uh The body that they have here with Frodo and Sam is the same one if you saw the Merry and Pippin. It's mm-hmm. the same underlying body, hairy feet. Um, it's a great underlying body. Asmus has done a really good job with this one. Lots of uh, articulation and very sturdy articulation. You have no trouble getting poses, and he'll maintain them. Of course, the ankles are not articulated because they wanted that clean look to the lower leg and the hairy foot. Um, and I'm good with that. You know, that is a pretty that is a pretty key um, visual. Uh, spot there yep. on a, on a hobbit, so I'm good with them skipping that one joint. They also went with the the single head neck, um, which I'm fine with too, simply because the ball joint and the neck itself down at the torso is real good. So you can still get plenty of 
tilt and lean action out of it, even though the head and neck are all one piece. Um, and that gives you this, you know, a, a clean, consistent look to the skin color and the sculpt. Speaking of which, though, the sculpt is the problem. Uh, right. Both both Frodo and Sam are a disappointment in the portrait area. Oh. Frodo, um, he's old. That, that's part of the problem. He has a lot of skin texture. You know, it's very realistic. That's terrific, except, you know, Frodo was not old. He did not look old. Elijah Wood was very young and fresh-faced in those movies. Um, and so that throws it off. The shape of the face isn't quite right. It's one of those ones where it would be a really good cosplayer, but it's not quite the real actor. Um, it's just, and it's one of them too that's it's hard to put your exact finger on. They did a good job with the nose, but there's something about the shape of the face and the jawline that's just not Elijah Wood as Frodo. It's close, but it's not great. What's weird is if you ho- it, when you look at the two of them, um, people are going to have more of an issue with Sam, oh, yeah. his portrait, than they will with Frodo because the obviousness of the problem is more is more clear with Sam. But Sam's portrait, I think, is actually better in terms of the face. If you go from the forehead down to just below the chin, I think they nailed Sam. He's He's got a rounded face, the nose is right, the eyes are right, and they, they, they managed to nail the lips with that slightly pooched out upper yeah, lip that yeah, he does. Yeah, I quite like that too. Yeah, and he's got slight a slight second chin, not extreme or anything, but I think they did a really good job on the face. The hair doesn't fit right, so it sticks out over the forehead and has a big gap around the forehead and around the sides of the temples, which did not have which Frodo does not have that problem. Yeah. So that throws it off oh, tremendously. Yes, yes, it does, yeah. And he's got a skinny neck. There is this weird thing where instead of having the slightly rounded, pudgy face move down into a slightly pudgy neck, his neck's skinnier than Frodo's. <laughs> so it's it's unnatural looking. Right when you get mm. when you get something that doesn't look natural, it really it makes it hard to focus on anything else. Right, it it just throws the whole look of the thing off. So it's kind of like he's got this good face sculpt, bookended by terrible hair and a terrible neck. So that that the portrait is the big problem here. Now, when you go from the neck down, costumes are fantastic. Really, we're talking excellent costumes, excellent tailoring. You've got a shirt, vest, jacket, cloak. With multiple layers, they, it's still well tailored. It all fits mm. nicely. Uh, it doesn't he, they don't look like they're poofed out or you know bulged out. Um, the material is high quality. All of the buttons, all the snaps, everything is really nice. They're loaded with accessories. They got extra hands. They got you know like Frodo has sting and a scabbard, and he's got the ring, and he's got he's got a loose ring. He's got a ring on the chain. He's got one that's sculpted permanently on the hand. Um, he's got um, as I said, sting in the scabbard. Um, he comes with the 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 Galadriel's the the uh, the file of I forget what it was called oh, the, the the light. Yes, there we go. He comes with that, even though it really should have came with Sam. And in the marketing materials, they show it with Sam. But I think they stuck it with Frodo because he had fewer accessories than Sam. And I think they were trying to even things out. Cool. Yeah. Um, but well, she it, did give it to him. She did give it to Sam. So. Yeah, you're going to oh, it anyway. And when you it. buy these, they come as even though they come boxed individually, you buy them as a set. So, and they're only they're two forty for the set. Oh, that's so you're nice. paying hundred and twenty bucks a figure. It's actually a really good deal. Mm, nice. No, so, so you know, it's one of those things where man, from the neck down, they're fantastic. I just wish the portraits were better. Yeah, no, I, 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 I don't think Asmus is there with their portraits on some things, man. I mean, I know you preferred the. 
Oh, I thought their Gandalf was good. I think their Saruman was good. Um, the Gandalf the White was good, wasn't it? Oh, no, no, the Grey. The Grey was the better one, wasn't it? Yeah, right. yeah the, the newer yeah. one. The Gandalf the White was the squishy, more squishy. Yeah, that was one. the first one they did a couple of years ago. Yeah, the Saruman one was good. The Saruman was good, but I, I, I don't know. I, I didn't like the Eowyn. Eowyn's well, yeah, that was... And, but and, they're females, again, that was, those were about almost a year ago. And then Tor- Toriel as well. Toriel more than one. a year ago. Those were... You know, they didn't they, they really like the Toriel. So I think, you know, I mean, they need to maybe brush up on their fifth sculpting a little bit because the paint, the paint, as you said, the paint and material and everything else seems there. And it's just kind of obviously a bit frustrating when you see that, that, that their manufacturing is really good and their their whole, like, putting it together is very good. That They're let down on just the, the thing that is the main focus, which is the, the head sculpt. Mm-hmm. No, it, it's fine. You know, they're, I mean, these are, these are still fine. You know, they're finely enough head sculpts, but, you well, know. Well, they're, they're realistic. Yes. It's just they're not that they're realistic, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've got they're <clears throat> realistic enough, except for that <clears throat> ill-fitting hair. <clears throat> but um, they're realistic enough. It's just that they're not accurate all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I think their Aragorn is is yeah. extremely accurate. I didn't like the hair again, but man, I thought their Aragorn is the best I've seen mm. um, from a face sculpt. But again, it's not you know this this these two, uh, even the Merry and Pippin, I think are are fairly accurate. But these two these two are are off on the portrait. Sadly. Yeah, it's, but, it's weird because I, I love the Lord of the Rings movies, and uh, you know, the, don't get me started on the Hobbit. I yeah. don't even go there, but at the that. same time, I love the Lord of the Rings movies, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like uh, I, I, I never really collected the sideshow stuff. I got a couple of figures. Um, I got, um, I got, yeah. Yeah, but they were okay at the time. I mean, it was a while ago. But the thing, the thing I did buy at the time because I, I managed to get an incredible deal on a whole whole collection were the the, the Dragon in Dreams ones. Uh, and on those, the, the, the sculpts were pretty ropey. But bugger me, I mean, the outfits on those were fantastic. The, uh, the I still think you know the tailoring on the on the outfits and the little shirts and stuff the hobbits were wearing were was way uh, you know shoulders above what what Sideshow were doing at the time. But it's it's just this whole thing whereby you know you, to, to get the best collection of the the fellowship as 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 as, as Mike has said, um, you have to mix and match a million different figures to try and get it done. And it's like why why won't somebody just commit to it and actually do it properly? Yeah. Well, at 120 bucks a piece, though, this is also a good example of of this would be ideal if you could if you did have a custom head. Um, it would be well worth it just for everything from the yeah. way down well, and all the accessories. Seems to be plenty of good customizers yeah, yeah. out there doing yeah. some good heads, but Because yeah. I mean, like Sam comes with, he's got pots and pans and spoons and you know he for potatoes. It, yeah. Well, he's got a wrap. Has anybody done too. Gimli apart from? Has anybody actually <laughs> done Gimli apart from Dragon in Dreams? No. Uh, toy biz? No, it's just that. Uh, <laughs> oh, toy, toy biz. biz All oh, right, yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. Okay. Is it? Is uh, well, we'll 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 forget that one. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what we're gonna do now, kids. I'm gonna go and um, uh, do man's business for two seconds. But while I'm doing that, you go and grab that Leonidas from Star Race, Mike. Sure. Okay, I'm probably going to sign off in a minute because um, my youngest, my sorry, my oh, okay. eldest daughter is a fanatic. For, is a fanatic for Sherlock, and that starts oh, in ten well, minutes' well, time. Oh, get on that stuff. There's a big explosion. A big window. explosion, Jeff. Or, get on that. Right, look, tap it, tapping her watch, saying, "Dad, Sherlock starts in ten minutes, yeah, fifteen well, you, minutes." You so get uh, on that. You get on that. I'm going to have to go and do that. You get on that. Because I'll be in trouble. Yeah, you get on that, and we shall. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll catch you on the. Is next anybody time. else here? Yeah. Is anybody else here into Sherlock? No. You know, no, I want to be. I've meant to watch yeah. it like forever, and just haven't had a chance. Yeah, I know it's supposed I to be good. I, 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 
I kind of like it. I kind it's it, it's very hit and miss for me. It, it, there'll be an amazing episode where I think the the plotting and the the script writing and everything. I'll just think, you know, bloody hell for a television series that is amazing. Followed by an episode where I just think, oh my god, they just gave up this week. But anyway, there you go. Speaking of BBC television shows, since I got you guys on uh, the line here, did either of you watch yeah. Dirk Gently's uh, Holistic Detective Agency? Not yet. No, I didn't. Uh, well, I just started. I'm really enjoying it. That's what Frodo is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there, there you go, Frodo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll be watching that. I'll be, I'll be watching that. All right then, Jeff. So, shall we let you get on then, Jeff? Or do you want to? If stick, that's okay. Or do you I want to stick around off. for Mike's opening of Leonidas, whichever you want to do? Yeah, I, I, I can probably stick around for another 10, 10, 15 minutes, and then I'll, I'll have to. You guys go chatting. I will be back in two seconds. That works for you guys. Yeah. Okay. And just keep cool. chatting. You know, make some noise for the folks. You're yeah, on, no you're problem. On so air, funnily, guys. You're on air. I'm not leaving you. Well, I'm not, funnily, I'm not gonna funnily enough, the first thing, I, yourself, so. first thing I did was go to my my old Leonidas review that I did. God, I can't even remember what year it was now. It doesn't show on the website. How many years ago? Was it four or five years ago now? Uh, 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 maybe more. Six. Yeah, six four, years four ago. Or five. Five. Yeah. It came out short about a year and, after. Uh, and I'm looking at it, and it's it still looks pretty good for it for the day. But yeah, I'd just be really interested to see what they've um. How they yeah, just and I just updated. got this yesterday in the mail. Yeah. Um, I have not at all looked at it. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see what we got here. Uh. All right, so let's do first impressions here. Well, he's got the uh, seamless... Oh, no, he doesn't have seamless arms. I thought he had seamless arms. Interesting. Oh. Has, well, it's funny, because uh, I'm, look, I'm looking at my old pictures of the uh, the Hot Toys one, and yeah. even though he did come in a seamless body, obviously there are seams, because at the end of the day it's rubber. And it's funny, particularly along the length of the thighs I'm looking at, and I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, there is a, there's, a, there's a casting seam, if nothing else, that you can see from the rubber on that. But, the um, uh, head sculpt is really good. He comes with the uh, open mouth one and the regular yeah. kind of stern. I'm going to uh-huh. kick your ass look. Um, yeah. Both of them. Uh, one of the things that you know I've been um, vocal about with companies like Star Ace and Asmus and Three Zero is the hair sculpts, right? I mean, they just uh-huh. don't tend to be as detailed uh-huh. as what we see with Hot Toys. And this one is very nice. The the hair, the beard, lots of detail. The teeth look fantastic in the screaming yeah. head. Very realistic. Now I'll have to compare it to some screenshots, whether or not it's really super accurate, but it does look... This is one where I really like the screaming head. Yeah. It's funny because, again, I'm, I'm, again, I'm looking at my, the old picture that I did a few years back, um, and, and the hair on this is, is, you know, there's some really lovely detail work on the old Hot Toys one, mm-hmm. but the, the hair is kind of feathered, for want of a better word, you know, the, there is that kind of, there is something to do with the style of it, and I'm sure that's probably, um, you know, still prevalent on the new one, because in the, you are copying what's seen on screen, and there is, the, there is this kind of like, uh, these little kind of feathers at the front, and there's this kind of braid of hair that goes over the top, um, but yeah, I'd be, I'd, you know, I'd be really interested to see how how they've handled that, and and obviously it's like you say, knowing that Hot Toys did it what four or five years ago, mm. you know, in four or five years we've seen a quantum leap in uh, in well sculpting to a degree, but particularly paint apps. Paint apps is what I think was really brought stuff to life. Right. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how they've kind of upped up the ante up the game. 
Yeah, so he's got the two heads. You know, I'm always a big fan of multiple head sculpts. Oh, yeah, what, what comes to two heads? Yep, yep, screaming and regular. Sweet. Um, he comes with uh, the huge spear. Mm-hmm. Uh, nicely done. Plastic tip, not metal, but nicely done. Uh, he comes with three of the arrows. No bow, but three of the small arrows. Okay. Uh, he comes with his sword, of course. His classic sword and his shield. Yeah. Uh, the shield has a, a leather strap on the back uh, for the, to go around the arm, and then of course a handle for the hand to hold it. Is is uh, there just one shield or are there two? Just, no, there's just, just the, the one. The V. Does shield. it have holes to stick your broken spears in? Yeah, it has. It does. Well, it yeah. looks like. Let me see if the holes are deep enough. I was thinking maybe the arrows might be able to fit. I'll have to actually try mm-hmm. it. A couple of the holes look big enough for the arrows to fit. Yeah, well, that was, that was the same with the Hot Toys one, too, wasn't it? You could stick the arrow. Yeah, you could stick, you could you could stick, stick a load in there. <laughs> you could. There was enough room for, like, you know, loads of broken ones and a couple of full yeah. ones. It was... Yeah, he's got the necklace. Cool, with the tooth. The quid, quid yeah. Orgo yep. And, of course, the helmet. Let's take yep. a look at the helmet. I'm always a big fan of these when they're done well. I've got one. I've Period helmets are always nice. Um, yeah, the, the feathered uh, top knot, or whatever the hell you want to call it. Yeah. I'm sure it has a technical name. Looks great. The hammered uh, look to the metal, you know, the, the rough-hewn appearance looks good. Bronzish look. Yeah, the bronzish look. Pitted bronze, I believe, would be the term. Yeah, looks good. Looks good. Now, yeah. I do think the biggest problem right out of the box is going to be that, you know, some people will look at the body and go, Oh, my God, it's got elbows and shoulders. Um, yeah, well, I don't have most, a problem with that. The hips are, you know, uh, nicely hidden by the cod piece, and the knees are nicely hidden by the the greaves. Uh, the ankles, uh, the ball joint in the ankles has good movement. Um, so you should be able to get flat-footedness and deeper stances. Yeah. The uh, greaves are far enough out of the way that the feet seem to move pretty well. But, yeah, you can see the shoulders and you can see the elbows, so... I'm sure people will. So, now, uh, the torso, like say, it feels yeah. like there's some some movement in the torso underneath, right? There's a feels like there's a chest joint and a waist joint. Yeah. All right. Uh, but it is all one, you know, it has the skin is covering kind of, over the chest and, and abdomen. Is it kind of a softer rubber on, on the torso? Is it a slightly softer yeah. rubber? Yeah. All right, cool. It, yeah, it's, it's funny, it's like you say, I mean, I, I really did like when Hot Toys first hit us with the fact that it was seamless, and that was, at the time, pretty groundbreaking. Yeah. So, yeah. visible elbows and jo- and, 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 and kind of um, uh, uh, shoulders, it's kind of like, well, it seems a bit retrograde, but at the same time, as, a, as an action figure collector, that doesn't bother me at all. Nah. It's kind of like, you know, what, I, I don't care about that. Yeah, 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 exactly. A lot of people, I mean, there are certain people who collect six scale who are more statue collectors. And yeah. certain people who collect six scale who are more toy collectors. Yeah. And I think that's so, where it kind of comes down the yeah. line. So that's not bothering me. The one thing that, well, it didn't really bother me, but the one thing I would have liked, and, you know, looking back retrospectively, is, you know, that he has that big red cloak um, with the clasp on one side. Um, yep. And I seem to remember that the Hot Toys one fitted well, yeah, but it, it didn't have a lot of weight to it. It didn't no. kind of it didn't fall with that kind of gravity that you want from a heavy cloak it, it, it should kind of like look like it drapes over the body and show the right. show the sinew right. of the muscle and everything through it, it should kind of feel yeah, realistic yeah this one's got it um, we'll I don't know if that, 
Okay, yeah, I'll it'd be, be interesting to see if that's got any more heavy kind of like well, nature yeah. to it. I can see my Leonidas from here, my Hot Toys Leonidas from there, and, and you know, um, it doesn't yeah. the, the cape doesn't bunch up around the neck as much. I can see a lot more of his neck in the Hot Toys one, which is what you want. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I see, yeah. I see, you know, I don't, it, it, it always drapery. How drapery falls, man, is the thing, isn't it, with these smaller figures? Yeah. yeah. Especially on something like Princess Leia and things like that, where the drapery just doesn't. Well, I'll get him out and shoot him uh, in the next couple of days, and so I'll have a full review on Tuesday. I'm I'm sure. looking at some of the pictures here on on on, on the sideshow collectors forums, and uh, I'm I'm looking at a videotape here by some 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 lad. Uh, there's some really weird anatomy things going on with his torso, man. Mm, I don't think so. I mean, he's not. No, anatomic ab abdominal muscles don't do that. They 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 don't split up underneath the. Belly button like that, and the, the, the side obliques are very large. Obliques are never that large. Mm, I have to look at the. Yeah, that's me being very particular though about photo my, comparison about my torsos and stuff like that. So maybe they're trying to mimic how he looked in certain things in the movie. Remember, they were painting that. <laughs> well, yeah, they were a bit, yeah, but you know, they still they were still buff, worked hard. Those boys still worked out, and you know, they were still buff lads. You know, oh were, yeah, they just had that. You know, they had that stuff to just to make it look kind of painterly and stuff, which I quite liked. I actually think I might yeah. watch 300 tonight. What do you think, baby? Should you watch 300 tonight? Cool, she gets a thumbs up. Yeah, well, well you know, she's a young lady who's going to watch a load of buff males beating the crap out of each other. What's not to like for a young lady? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Queen, Queen Gorgo's easy on the legs, too. <laughs> she's I'm just, oh, actually, Eamon, I, I am just looking at some pictures on the uh, uh, Sideshow toy, and... Yeah, again, uh, I, like yourself, used to work as an illustrator, and I, used, I studied out an anatomy, did draw, figure drawing and life drawing, and I see exactly what you mean. That doesn't look right. Abeliques don't do that, and they're never that flippant. No. I don't know what those no, muscles the, on the side, because it's just a whole the human ab body, grouping. The, they're, like they're kind of wider at the bottom, and it's all just, I don't know, it just looks a bit weird. I'll have to, I'll have to see some more pictures of the in-hand figure. I'll look forward to Mike's review, but yeah, that doesn't look quite right anatomically to me. The, the, the finishing on them seems nice. Like the bronze on the on the gauntlets on the on the legs and stuff seems nicer. It's a, on the Hot Toys one they're a little bit more golden, mm -hmm. yeah. a little bit more. Uh, these are darker. Yeah, these, these seem mm -hmm. a little more muted and desaturated. They're they're they're, they're quite nice actually. I, I quite like the look of these ones to be honest. Yeah, yeah I prefer, I think I prefer the Greaves on the the the, the Star Race one. Um, how's that helmet fitting, Mike, on his head? Because a lot of people were worried that it raises it can raise up a bit too high in it. He looks it looks a little bit too high just on these pictures I'm looking at. It sits very high. Well, let's see. And again, it's probably just the image I'm looking at on the on the on the side Yeah, I don't know how website. you'd have it any lower. Yeah. What do you mean it by sitting high? It sits, well, you know. Well, on the, it looks like on the screaming head one. It looks like the helmet may ride up a little. Or it could be just distortion from the camera. And he looks, uh, he looks cross-eyed on this screaming head. What do you mean by almost. riding high? Do you mean above the eyes? Uh, yeah, like just it's, like it's yeah. too tall. I mean, it sits on the head, and it's a tall helmet, so it's going to only yeah. sit as high as it, you know. It's going to sit as high as the helmet is high. Yeah. As yeah. far as the top of it goes, and on both heads, the nose piece comes down over the nose. Okay. Okay, that's all. And the yeah. eyes are in the eye slots. Okay. So. Yeah. All right. Cool. Okay, cool. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, at the top. No, I'm you know, sure it's it comes fine. Down just over the tops of the ears. I just think in some of the prototype pics, you did see that there was a, the helmet looked a little odd on his head. It didn't quite work. So that's obviously something they've sorted out. Then, then that's good. That's yeah. good to know. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I mean, it's a tall helmet because. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. going to naturally, especially with the screaming, it naturally elongate the whole face. Mm. Uh, you know, so it's going to look taller than it is wide, of mm. course. Mm. But uh, no, I think it. Well, 
Go on, first mm-hmm. impression. Doesn't seem like there's doesn't seem there's like there's a lot of wasted plastic at the top of the helmet either. Yeah. So uh, first impressions is uh, it's quite nice. I'm very pleased with yeah. it. Okay, cool. Uh, now I haven't again. I'll have to wait till I get it all out and fit him and. Um, well, at least you can move his arms without worrying about breaking pla- uh, well, ripping plastic anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's none of that. Yeah. I've never raised my arms. Arms on mine up high. Never. I'm just too scared. And I didn't like the. Oh, I will say what about the Hot Toys one as well. I didn't like the um, anatomy on the arms. I didn't like the, with the, the the elbow bend was a little odd for me. It kind of it looked like a curve and it didn't have a sharp angle to it. It just didn't. Look right. Whereas it, on it this, some are sculpted and I quite like that. Yeah, it really struck me when when Hot Toys did it that this was like I thought, oh wow, they, this is a brave new direction. You know, they're going to be doing this from now on. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me, but it was literally a one-off, wasn't it? They didn't revisit that at all. No. So it's kind of like um, well, they kept it with certain arms and stuff, didn't they? For certain things, they kept arms like on Thor and stuff like that. So they kept bits, <coughs> they kept bits of this kind of uh, seamless notion going on. But it's just a bit too practical. I was going to try and see if we could fit in a conversation about these new seamless bodies at some stage, actually, and see what because I don't actually have one yet. Uh, the new these new kind of seamless bodies that are being developed over there. With, there's a kind of an Arnold Schwarzenegger type one that I was like, oh, that would be cool for a Conan figure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but. Uh, how are you getting on there, Mike? Just, to put uh, together just and removing stuff? plastic from all the joints. Ah, uh, there you go. <laughs> like oh. every joint's got a little plastic wrap in there. Oh, that's kind of good because obviously yeah, you don't yeah, want yeah. the rubbing of the. Yeah, well, you don't want the yeah the greaves and the cod piece and everything to stain anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, yeah, it's good. Yeah. What's that gap in the uh, What's that gap in the legs like where the the groin meets the hip? It's not too terrible. I mean, there is. Uh, if you're going to go wider, you know, you're going to see that there's a gap. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's kind of hard to avoid. Yeah, yeah. Of course, it depends on the angle too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, you can't get a lot of what you won't get is a lot of ability to turn the legs inward and outward. I was just complaining about that with something else. Um, might have been the DC Direct uh, Batman that I was complaining about that. If you don't have any. If you don't have any sort of cut hip or ability to turn the hip at the at the at the up inside the the ball, then you lose that ability to kind of turn the legs sort of outward. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you get a little here, but not a ton. Is, so. is there an ab crunch? No. Uh, it feels like there is underneath, yes, but you're not going to be able to. You know, you can't really hold much. That plastic would be too hard because right? the plastic pushes uh, it back. But uh, yeah, you can feel it. Is it's up high on the chest? Okay, all right. Okay. And the waist does turn. Because a couple of crouched on ones would be kind of nice actually to be able to do that. Because I don't think you can do that with the Hot Toys one. I haven't yeah. actually braved that one yet. I could actually just go over and get it up, but no, we'll be fine. So there you go then. That's uh, oh, any, all right. So any... yeah, like I said, I'll. Run him through his paces uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Now, will you do a side by side photo with the oh, Hot Toys one? I well? don't have the Hot Toys. Sorry. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It was a figure I didn't buy. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Oh, well, that'll be in, uh, it'll be oh, it'll be interesting to hear with that because I mean, he, he seems to look nice, and I I don't mind the joints, so I think people worrying about the joints is you know, you know, the, the bottom right. line is that the Hot Toys one split, this one won't. So it, it'll be very interesting to see, and you know, this is this is Star Race. This is to be you know. Well, and the material they used for the chest isn't as rubbery either. Right, okay. So it probably, it's that newer sort of... Flexible plastic. Plasticky feeling, you know, that feels a little more durable. Okay. Than the softer rubber yeah, does. So yeah, I'm yeah. assuming that that'll, that'll last better. Okay, okay, cool. Right then, well, that's uh, that's Star Aces Leonidas. Uh, stay tuned to mwctoys.com for... Uh, 
more review, more picture review over the next couple of days, and that's good. Now, Jeff, we better let you get on to Sherlock, dude. That's going to be starting. That's probably restarted yeah, by now. Yeah, it is. It's you literally get on, starting in two minutes. I can see my daughter through the window door, just like waving hysterically. So I'm going to go. You're going to be dead meat, Dad. Dead meat. Yeah, I will be. I will be. I will be. Anyway, cheers, guys. Uh, have a good one. Enjoy the rest of the podcast, and I'll catch up with you soon. Catch up with you soon. Have a good, have a good, have a, have a good uh, Sunday evening, Jeff. Cheers, guys. No, where do I? I hang up here. Bye. See you later, man. Bye. Right. Well, we're we'll saying goodbye to Jeff. We shall take a commercial break, and we will be back with you momentarily. <laughs> Looking to find collectible figures at low cost with superior customer service. Fanboy Collectibles is one of the largest retailers of high-end collectibles on the east coast of the USA. Carrying a full array of hot toys, enter-based, sideshow collectibles, 3A, and all the top manufacturers. Domestic and international packages ship daily, all fully insured with tracking number and securely packed. Getting it to you as quickly is important, but not as important as your collectibles arriving in pristine condition. Are you looking to pre-order an item to guarantee you don't miss it when it's released? Well, Fanboy Collectibles does that too. If you got a question about an item, give them a call. Shoot them an email, or even leave them a message on their Facebook page. Fanboy Collectibles is available full-time to respond to you and to get your items to you as quickly as possible. Anyone can make a sale. Fanboy Collectibles knows the key to being successful is repeat customers. That comes from doing the right thing by you and making customer services their priority. Fanboy Collectibles. For some it's a hobby, to them it's an obsession. Right then, let's, uh, and we're back. Let's kick on with some. Well, we like to do this, uh, don't we, uh, Mike? We like to get mm. into some mezco loving. So oh, let, sure. let, let's get our mezco groove on, and uh, we'll get our mezco groove on. I think with the first because uh, we we mentioned it last time, and we said we get onto this one. We're going to talk the the regular BVS because Lauren, and last one we did oh, the yeah. armored. We're going to do uh, regular BVS Batman from mezco one twelve scale regular BVS Batman. And um, uh, did you want to take this one away, Mike? Sure, I can start away. The um, it's hard to complain about this figure. This is a really, <laughs> really nice figure. Um, you know, it's hard to find any nits on this guy. The uh, the 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 cape hangs nicely. It's a it's a nice material. Um, the bodysuit uh, with all of the detail, the sort of that cross hatching detail looks terrific. The mm-hmm. sculpted chest emblem looks fantastic. Uh, he's got the two heads. Um, the one that's sort of the stoic, uh, you know, determined look, and the other one with the, He's angry. the teeth showing and like the, the slight grimace. Um, and the amount of detail, you know, the, at this scale is just the you can actually see the individual teeth, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. in his mouth, even though, and it's not like it's wide open, it's just, it's just slightly open, but you can see the individual teeth, they're all nice and white, they're not, you know, you don't have any bleed from the lips or the any of the other paint. Um, the eyes look terrific at this scale, which is always, you know, another issue for usually. Remember, these are only six inches tall. He's, yep. about, but he's about six and a half. But, um, yeah, it's just a really impressive piece of work. Now, I did the cape at times was a little, it's a little thicker than some. Um, yes. So it was a little hard to work with in some poses. Um, I did like it forward on the body, though. And my other issue, if I if I, it really is one, is the belt. Which, oh. um, because of the body structure, it's hard to get the belt. You know, the belt's permanent, right? You don't you don't mm-hmm. just pop it off. And uh, but it is adjustable on his hips. It's not like glued to the fabric or anything. Um, and what I found was it, it rides pretty high, especially in back, and it's hard to get down over his butt 
the way the the body underneath the suit is formed. Right. So from the side, it'll look a little wonky. It looks like it rides pretty high in back. You can get it down further in front though. Um, and so for most front poses, you won't even you won't even realize it's riding high. Yeah, I to say I didn't really notice that, but you're right. Actually, it is. A little, it does ride a little bit higher actually because you can you actually can compare it to the Hot Toys one as well. Um, I completely agree with you on the cape. Actually, to me, the, to me, there's just too much cape. I just yeah, think and it's should... kind of thick. It's it's quite thick, but I actually I think the whole the whole for me the whole cause of the problem is there's just too much cape. I think yeah. we could have gotten two capes because I know you know Mesco want to do the, the the action figure and give you the full spectrum of stuff, so it does give you all these little poles and stuff, and it comes with a flat uh, you know stand. You can put yeah, a little armature thing. on there, and you can get Batman through his dope flying stomp on your face type poses. And uh, I just think they probably sh- could have done was given us uh, two different kinds of capes, mm-hmm. uh, one for that uh, kind of more flying. And you're out, popping the head off anyway. And you're and you're yeah you're already, you're already popping the head off, so you may as well just do that. But obviously, you could argue that the the, the cape is underneath the kind of um, the neck and, mm-hmm. and trapezius bit, but that could have popped yeah. off as well. Yep, that entire piece could have popped off, and it could have put another head on. I'm, I'm sure there'd be reasons, maybe reasons for that, but I just think there's just too much cape. There's just a lot of cape, and it, for standing, with, I mean, you can you can put them down, and you can stand them right down on the table, and you can actually get the cape to fold over the shoulders quite flush if you pull down on them, and then kind of bring down the cape to touch the floor, and you can actually get mm-hmm. a nice pale pose where the cape is actually brushing along the floor, and you get that nice kind of almost like the, the opening bit from the animated series kind of a pose where the cape is nicely yep. on and rises up from him. So that's kind of thing, but that's not quite what we saw in the movie, so there's just a lot of cape. But um, go on, what else? Um, well, it, you know, he has all the other usual Mezco features. He's got a couple of batarangs. Yay. He's got uh, you got a nifty, you know, and these are such tiny accessories, oh but there's God, a tremendous yeah. amount of detail. Uh, he's got the little uh, uh, what did they call it? Branding iron. Yeah, um, this branding iron. What yeah, is, he's yeah. got his grappling gun, and the grappling gun has three different tips. Yep. You got the tip that you know is completely uh, closed. You've got the tip that the the grapple has expanded, and then you've got the tip with the expanded grapple and the rope, so mm-hmm. you can attach the rope to the gun and. Which again fits in nicely with the flying, the clear flying stand. So you could have it, you know, he's certainly not going to hold his weight, but the stand could hold his weight, and you can have a pretty cool pose with the uh, the extended grapple. Yeah, I really like a little bit of yeah, Overall, it's a really terrific again, and it's it's you know, I'd be on the poppies for one of the best of the year in the scale. I'm sure a lot of people are going to vote vote for it. Yeah. I would definitely be, be be voting for this one. Um, I uh, I you know I I got this sent out, and it's I I, I was I was just blown away by it. As someone you know, I have the Hot Toys BVS Batman, and he's he's rocking, and mm-hmm. he's cool, and I love it. And it's awesome. But this, you can't put it down. You, you, once you pick it up, you are posing with this dude all evening. He's there. You put him on the coffee table. You want to pick him up again. He's awesome. The, the, I, the, how they have, you know done the, 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 the suit is so nice because it has printed details and a texture on there that is just mm-hmm. it just works so well I mean it arguably in my opinion works better than the Hot Toys one because you can pose this dude yeah, he's much any more way you like he's, you but know, that's the same way with the Armored Batman their Armored Batman in this in this one twelfth scale is much more poseable than the the Hot Toys version it kind of puts Hot Toys to shame really that the Esmezco can no it it's way. not as, as accurate no, he's the, it's not as screen accurate. It is more portable. He is more portable, and he, he's screen accurate enough. That kind of a thing, you know. He's got yeah. he's got that bulk. He's, I mean, he's he's shoulders. You know which Batman it is. Yeah, you know exactly which Batman it is. You know it's Ben Affleck's Batman, and everything about it. I mean, 
it, it's it's just a stunning thing. The whole presentation again is lovely, lovely box, nice kind of a slip cover thing. You get them in the train, you get the, the cool little Batman vs Superman stand, and all the bits and bobs. Plenty of hands. One, two, three, four, five, six hands. Two. And of the which, one hand has the permanent batarang sculpted in it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, two of them have permanent batarangs. There's two permanent batarangs. Oh, are there two? I thought there were two batarangs, and then the one had sculpted in the hand. But that's oh yeah, you're right because I think I. Oh, you got three separate batarangs. Three separate batarangs and two hands that hold a batarang each. They're just pretty, yeah, they're, they're both just pl- uh, pl- pl- the right and the left, and they're both holding it the same way, sort of pinching it between the fingers. Yeah, which is which is totally boss. So it is. It's it's a, again. It's just uh, these Mezcos are hitting home, and Ali also got me as well. Did we we did review? I believe the Mezco Captain America last last month. Yeah, I think we talked about it. We did. Yeah, and, and, another and, terrific and, figure. And, uh, Ali surprised me with the San Diego Comic Con exclusive of, of the Captain America. And you know, deadly. Like, I have the Deadpool, or the Deadpool, the, the uh, Daredevil sitting here that I have not opened. Oh, well, we should you save Daredevil for next time then. Yeah, we should save Daredevil for next time. We always should, you know, it's probably going to be a Mezco. However, speaking of Mezco and one twelve, I I don't know if we talked about Frankenstein. I think we talked about. We Frankenstein did talk last about Frankenstein. Time, Frankenstein. We covered Monster. Frankenstein. Uh, but they have since released the diorama to go with. Did you get that? Yes. Oh, go on then. Okay, give us a quick one on that. It, uh, it. Now I know that a lot of people are like, <coughs> "Oh, dioramas! I just build it myself." Well, good for you. There uh, are <laughs> those of us that are not creative enough, nor do we have the time to build dioramas. So we love it when companies do stuff like this. This is a heavy polystone. It's solid and it's all you know, solid polystone. Nothing hollow here. It comes with the base, the doorway itself, the door. Those three pieces are separate, and you put them together. And then uh, to top it off, there's a one of the rare times where a piece of cardboard actually is very valuable. They made a cardboard wall that goes because the base itself, the doorway sits in the middle, so you yeah. have space behind on either side of the door. Yeah, right. So behind the door, this piece of cardboard, there's a slot in the base to, to insert it, uh, and along the sides of the wall, so that you have a background when the door is open. So when he's open, when you yes. open the door and he's walking through the door, yeah, yeah, yeah. it looks like there's another wall nice. behind him, and it yeah, works yeah, yeah. really well. Um, and it's you know I think it's what a hundred bucks or hundred twenty bucks, um, and that's what you're paying for a polystone statue, like you know a DC direct cover girl. Or, actually. Um, well, it is it has tremendous amount of detail. The, the resin really holds detail nice, and the paint job is really beautiful. So, yeah, yeah. The, so the bricks look like bricks. I mean, they just and then they did a wood floor on one side and a brick, a stone floor on the other on the base. Um, it looks really nice. Did now you it's put done a smoke in the black machine and white in these grays. pictures, Mike? Hmm? Did you put a smoke machine in these pictures? Would I do that? <laughs> yeah, actually, I've invented a new version of my smoke machine um, because what I want is if you look at the very last picture. Yeah. You'll notice there's like a perfect smoke around the bottom yeah, yeah. in front. Mm-hmm. The problem with smoke machines is uh, the smoke rises too fast, mm-hmm. and um, you don't have any real control over where it rises, right? Yeah, it comes yeah. out the end of a smoke fog machine and just goes everywhere. So what I did is I, I built a new um, base that uses a pizza uh, cooker, you know, that flat pan with yeah. holes in it. Yeah. And that sits on top of an aluminum pan, and then the smoke goes into the aluminum pan and disperses through all the little holes. So it all comes out the holes evenly. So, yeah, yeah, that's, I've been playing around. I did that with the That's to your craft, man. Yeah, well, you know, I'm a big straight-out-of-camera guy. I don't like, uh, I don't use a lot of Photoshop to, to add things like that. I like yeah, it yeah. right out of the camera. Yeah, so anyway, good. yes, yeah. smoke added to to the to those shots. That's nice. Um you will. What was that? something? Surprise, surprise, oh, it's surprise, in the black and white, right? So it's sort of the gray of mm-hmm. the black and white movies. So it really works well 
obviously with the first Frankenstein they released, which is the black and white version, mm-hmm. they just released the colors exclusive, the color exclusive, which is the one I used in the review because it was yeah. sitting right there. Mm-hmm. But that's okay too. I mean, however it works for you. Yeah, yeah. But see. I'm always big on dioramas. I love them. Oh yeah, no diorama. I, I, I'm, I'm all done with dioramas. I'm just surprised that they that because polystone's quite heavy. It is heavy. Yeah. You know what I mean, and and I because I, I I was surprised because my friend he got um, the Doctor Who from Big Chief um, Tardis, and mm-hmm. that was made out of polystone. I was like, what? You made a kind of a place out of a, a diorama type thing out of polystone? I was like, okay, is that? I guess is that the best way to make diorama? Is that the, the cheapest, best material to make realistic dioramas these days? Like, I I, I guess it is than polystone. I just found found that really, 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 really interesting. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right, then. Well, I think we should maybe wrap it up soon. Um, oh, I've got one little quick review. And then we should wrap it up. How about that? Well, can, sure. can I squeeze in my Sideshow Skeletor? Oh, yeah. I'll get squeeze in my Sideshow Skeletor, which I got from uh, Troy over at Fanboy Clit. We'll go over there now. He's, I believe he should have still a few left. Uh, okay, this is, uh, this is me being, again, being very uh, greedy and, uh, you know, self-fulfilling on, on my own podcast. But, you know, I'm a massive universe fan, and this is Sideshow Collectibles. And this is uh, one of the redesigns, reimagining of Skeletor again, just like the He-Man. And uh, this thing is off the chain awesome. It is truly Sweet. a beautiful beautiful you will sit in front of this thing and you will twist it around warning be careful when you're rotating around because the snake head has little lava streams that comes out of that snake mouth and you will for some odd reason I keep going to rotate the base of the statue by grabbing those like an idiot but you know mm-hmm. I didn't break them thankfully so that you won't bring them but just be careful on that but uh, he comes with the, the cape is like a real material uh, on, on him again and just the level of detail in this thing is absolutely staggering it's just staggering the detail on this I mean He-Man is, was brilliant but with Skeletor they kind of they went very kind of baroque and gothic with this design on this mm-hmm. and it's Stefan Sedgwick uh, who uh, we've had on the podcast and if, uh, if you right. look on our uh, look on our uh, synopsis you'll see he's been on we've had a whole discussion about this stuff before so have a look on that but if you're a Master Universe fan you know, it's all the little nods are there. He's got like a, a motif of Hordak on on his belt with the snakes coming in. It's the whole snake mountain, and all the motifs of Skeletor are here. You know, they're all there. He has this. He's always had this kind of this gothic kind of feel to him, but with the Roman collar and the kind of Roman belt, it kind of throws. You know, there was just something that really worked about these. The combination of these two things mm-hmm. it was kind of this, the gothic meets the Roman or something, and I absolutely love it. He's got this. It's the new additions, like the design features, like they've given him this kind of frame around his hood. It's kind of like it's kind of like what Ming the Merciless had. Ming the Merciless had kind of framed his head with this kind of ring that came off the top of his shoulders. Well, they've kind of done something like that, but it's like these barbed, like a gothic gate coming up around his neck. It's just a really nice feature, and you get in there with the details and look at that thing. And then there's the sword, a beautiful sword that it's held down with a magnet on the back, and the, the staff. Aden is just stunning and just there's little little details that are on like there's not an inch of this that doesn't have a detail it's just, it's just pitted uh, the skin's like pitted and every little detail is just like fully 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 imagined fully realized there it's stunning stunning statue a lot of people kind of when the statue was first released were a little bit kind of annoyed with the face comes in oh that's not skeleton I'm like well mm. he's the very dark 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 almost there's a little bit of a slight green dark blue to this guy's color yeah and, you know, Skeletor is kind of a pale blue, kind of a pastel pale blue, with a very distinctive yellow face and stuff. But Skeletor was never a flesh-boned skeleton, skeleton guy. There was always supposed to be a little bit of flesh on Skeletor's face. That's why the original toy had kind of a green outline. That was always meant to be a little bit of 
flesh mm-hmm. there. So people people did more, but Sideshow went off, and for the exclusive, you could get a more standardized, human-looking natural anatomy skull head, but a bit that that was yellow, which I personally didn't think suited this particular design of a statue. So I've just kept it with the standard head, the head sculpt that was meant to be with this, because to me it just works really well. It's a stylized skull; no human face could ever possibly look like that. But you know, he's kind of like a he's a half demon type of a guy. What do you expect? Right. But um, stunning. If you are a Mass Universe fan and you just want a cool, or you just want a cool statue. This is a talking piece, man. This is Skeletor, and he looks like he walks through a movie. And when you see him, you're not thinking of a, que- a squeaky, shrieking, hey, I get you, Hema. You're not thinking of that when you see the Skeletor. You are thinking of a gruff, deep-voiced, Frank Langella Skeletor. <laughs> Absolutely awesome stuff. So go go check it out, guys, and stuff like that. No, it's, there's plenty of reviews out there on that. As I said, we got the, the actual designer of the statue, Stefan Sittigan, a few episodes ago. What, have you seen the statue, Mike? Your quick opinion on it? Not in person. Only in photos. It looks fantastic. It does look fantastic. I'm so delighted with all the masking stuff coming out. So, there you go. I'll just said I'll just squeeze that in there. Um, One other thing I was going to mention is this King Leonidas box is pretty sweet. I wonder who did that. I didn't. Oh, you didn't? Here I am trying to be nice to you. No, I didn't. Ah, I didn't right. do that. Hey, I, was, I, was, nice. I was a little annoyed I wasn't doing that one, but there you go. <laughs> I will be doing the other ones, but I was the one. I, I, my name's usually on the back if I did do it. I'm, I'm, ah, okay. I'm vain like that. But there you go. What is it? I'm glad it's a nice box, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad it's a nice box. But while you're actually here, and I don't mind asking you live on air, I was wondering, would you like to do a little extra episode with the, of the poppies, just like a 30-minute recap of the poppies, just for people, and we can just yeah. go, we can just go down to the nominations. We'll do it maybe like during the week sometimes, just for a quick half sure. hour. Sure, sounds good to me. Well, I hit you up on maybe Monday or Tuesday and see what yep. time we can do. We we'll just do a yep. quick 30-minute poppies thingy. Sure. Cool. Good. There you go, folks. So in a while, in a couple of days after this podcast, we'll have another little podcast. It'll be all about the poppies, which is basically a big award show that Mike likes to put on where we get all these toy executives from Mattel all over the world, these toy executives, to vote on what they figure is the best collectibles and action figures to come out here. It's, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. You like it. Trust me. You like it. You like it. You like it. So, with that in mind, we'll say goodnight to you. Say goodnight, Mike. Good night. Good night. Good night, folks. We'll talk to you soon.